Redemptive love, Karen, just means you're doing the wrong thing to me. Mm -hmm. And rather than responding in kind, I'm going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to have redemptive love. Welcome to the Marriage Day Podcast. I'm, we're here to help every couple thrive in marriage, have the marriage of your dreams. And I'm joined today by my wonderful wife, Karen. Karen, good to have you. Yes, it's lovely to be here. We're going to talk today about redemptive love. And redemptive love means being willing to do the right thing when your spouse is doing the wrong thing. And this is so critically important. Now, 1 Peter chapter 2, and I'm going to read some scriptures here, and then we're going to talk about it. The 1 Peter 2 says, To this you recall, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving an example that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who, when he was being reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. So Peter is saying here that Jesus left us an example of how to deal with problem people. And it says, and he says, talking about suffering here, when people make us suffer, mm -hmm. he says, Jesus did not sin. Mm -hmm. he, he didn't sin and justify it. He, he didn't lie. There was no deceit found in his mouth. While he was being verbally abused, he didn't verbally abuse in return, but he, uh, and he didn't threaten mm -hmm. the people that were doing it to him, but he entrusted himself to God. Well, then Peter says that, and Peter uses two examples, wives and husbands. Mm -hmm. He immediately, chapter three, of 1 Peter flows out of this command that we're supposed to be redemptive. This is called redemptive love. We love Jesus because he loved us when we didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. okay, this whole point. So then I'm, I'm going to read about wives. I'm going to read about husbands. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your ornament be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be in the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Then he talks about husbands. Husbands, likewise, dwell with your wives with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and being fellow heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. So redemptive love, Karen, just means you're doing the wrong thing to me. Mm -hmm. And rather than responding in kind, I'm going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to have redemptive love. So I believe that in every marriage, there are going to be hundreds of times that the only answer to a problem that a couple's having is for one of them to do the right thing. In mm -hmm. the old saying, the best person does the right thing first. Well, you did the right, you were the first one to do this in our marriage. And so I, I was redeemed by your love. Mm -hmm. And I think if you would have come at me, because I, I was not uh, healthy. Mm -hmm. And I was not righteous early in our marriage in the way that I dealt with you. 
And now I, I was a male chauvinist. I truly believed that men were better than women. Mm -hmm. And so, and by the way, when Peter says here, why be submissive to your own husbands? Ephesians 5 t tells us to submit to one another in the fear of God. So we don't believe that men are over women or women are over mm -hmm. men. We believe that we're partners mm -hmm. and we make our decisions together. It's talking about an attitude. Mm -hmm. It's talking about when it says, your husband may be one without a word mm -hmm. as he observes your uh, chaste and respectful behavior. It's talking about you can use your mouth or you can use your life to try to change your husband. And if you'll be pure and respectful, it will have an impact on your husband mm -hmm. and you can win him without your words. Right. If you try to use your words, you're going to lose your husband. Right. And it says, don't let your beauty just be merely external, but let it be in the hidden person of the heart with a gentle and quiet spirit. And we talked on another program, a gentle and quiet spirit doesn't mean a mousy woman. Mm -hmm. A gentle and quiet spirit just means you have faith mm -hmm. that God can change your husband and you don't have to. So what do you think about, we're going to talk about husbands in just a minute. A wife who's listening to this right now and she's dealing with her husband and mm -hmm. he's just being a knucklehead. <laughs> what, what would you say to her related to redemptive love? Well, I, what keeps popping into my head the whole time you're talking is, just our society, our world, that the word submission is not good. I mean, I just don't think women don't like it. They don't like the word submissive. They don't like because they do. They think it's it takes away from them being who they are. Somehow that the enemy has lied and told them, no, you can be like God. You know, you, you, you don't have to submit. And and, and, they, well, and, and the model for many women today is a very aggressive well, it's 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 this I can do it all thing, and yeah, in the world, great, go live like that. But unfortunately, we're talking about the kingdom of God and what He says, and that's what's hard sometimes. I think for women, is to trust that God says this for a reason. That's that right. it's a good word. It's not yeah. a bad word. Yeah. And that you know, being submitted means I, I look at Jesus. I mean, you started out saying Jesus gave us this example. He was submitted. He submitted himself to the Father. He never did anything without the Father telling, you know, he, everything he did was submission. submission. And um, and so I think, first of all, I start out by saying, don't look at that as a bad word. Look at it as a protective word, because there is truth in having authority over you. Yeah. There is truth in having protection of somebody. If nothing, if your husband's not a believer and he's not acting like a leader over you, I know God is. God looks after all of us and he's over us. And because I, I experienced that, you know, and that's what gave me hope is, you know, as I as I loved you and tried to love you like I knew the Lord wanted me to. It's because I was learning from God and I was learning from him. I love you and I, I'm going to give you the strength to be able to love him. Yeah. The uh, when when respect is the number one need of a man. Mm hmm. And so what this is saying to women is be careful mm -hmm. when you've got a bone to pick with your husband, you watch your spirit. Mm -hmm. And um, well, remember, you always said, like you tell these women, go home and treat him like the Lord. Go home and treat him like Jesus. That's right. And you said that you always saw the good results from that. Well, the respect is so important to a man. We'll change our behavior for it. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're disrespecting us, we don't like that. Mm -hmm. If you're respecting us, that is so that, see, that, that's our oxygen. Uh, disrespect is our kryptonite. It, it's a, we hate it. Mm -hmm. And so I, if you're going to disrespect me, I, you know, that's the most demotivating thing on earth is to be talked down to. But if you respect me, I'll change my behavior for that. 
Well, so with a woman, I'm talking about husbands here now, is his husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be entered. First of all, it's telling him, you, you deal with her as an equal. Mm -hmm. She's a fellow heir of the grace of life. It says, as to the weaker vessel, women are not weaker. Women are a little physically weaker in most cases, but it's talking about love, mm -hmm. that you care for her gently. And so love, the what, what respect is to a man, love is to a woman. Mm -hmm. The care, the love, the, the consideration. And so when a husband is wanting to change his wife, you don't do it by talking down to her or talking mm -hmm. bad to her. You do it by loving her. Well, the the what's the love in Corinthians thirteen? Uh, name those. The love is patient. Love is kind. Love is long. Not, doesn't boast. Doesn't. It's not proud. It's not, not proud. It's not irritable. Does not seek its own. It doesn't take into account a wrong suffered. Right. And so, I mean, look at the examples that the scriptures give you, and I don't think anybody's perfect. They never will be. And but you you can pick out a few of those love things that you know God talks about, and just ask the Holy Spirit to help you be more patient and kind. Yeah. Well, the in marriage we need to say things to our spouse, you know, like that hurt my feelings or I didn't like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can say anything you want to say. The question is who's the enforcer, and so if you're the enforcer. I'm talking about a man or a woman. If you're the enforcer, it means you're going to nag, you're going to mm -hmm. browbeat, you're going to cut them off, you're going to ignore them or whatever, and that doesn't work. Okay? Yeah. And I know it because I tried it okay, many times. But what works is I'm going to say this, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to love you and let the Lord change you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the other thing is fear. Uh, redemptive love. On, there's redemptive love on this side. There's fear on the other side. And this fear says if you don't do something – they're going to take advantage of you and they'll never change and whatever. Mm -hmm. Faith says, I'm going to say what I need to say and then I'm going to love you and mm -hmm. let God change you. Fear says, you, you better do this. Well, it says, so ladies there, it says you become Sarah's daughters if you do what is right without being frightened with any fear. And a lot of women would say, well, if Abraham were my husband, Abraham, <laughs> Sarah was Abraham's wife. If Abraham was my husband, I, I wouldn't have any problems. Well, so Abraham was a liar. Mm-hmm. Uh, twice tried to prostitute his wife. He did on two occasions. He lied <laughs> about Sarah being his sister mm -hmm. rather than being his wife. And on two occasions, she went into another man's home mm -hmm. to become his wife and really bad things almost happened. And so Abraham had a problem with cowardice and lying and, and so did his son, by the way. And so that she, it says she called him Lord. She respected Abraham and when you see a man like that, a lot of times it's because he has a woman in his life who's, you know, godly. Mm -hmm. And so. Well, and imagine if she wasn't like that when he put Isaac on the altar. Yeah. I mean, she would have been one of those screaming, throwing a fit. Yeah. And <laughs> well, it's redemptive love simply means in response to you doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fight fire with fire. I'm going to fight fire with water. Yeah. And Jesus left me an example in how in how he dealt with suffering mm -hmm. and the people who made him suffer. And so in specifically the example that, that Peter uses is marriage. Mm -hmm. The first example he uses, mm -hmm. because it's the number one place you have to practice redemptive love. So we're just saying that as a wife, as a husband, when you're dealing with problems with your spouse, mm -hmm. you can say anything you want to say, but who is the enforcer? And rather than letting fear or anger or pettiness mm -hmm. motivate you, Trust God and redeem your spouse 
by loving them more than they deserve and doing the right thing for them when they're doing the wrong thing for you and just wait and see what God does because he'll he'll honor that and he'll bless that. That's good. Glad that you joined us today. We'll see you back here next time for more Marriage Day podcasts. Hey, this is Brent Evans with Exo Marriage, and I want to thank you for listening to the Marriage Today podcast. We believe your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. If you enjoyed today's teaching and want to keep learning, hey, subscribe to the Marriage Today podcast and take some time to leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word and can encourage someone else in need. For more great marriage content, check out exomarriage.com where you can see all of our marriage building resources, articles, and live events.